The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TF Today. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all! From the new Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Carrollton. Oh my god, Louisville, Texas. Oh, oh my god. Louisville, Texas. It rains and I forget where we are. This is Texas Football Today, a show that doesn't have its bearings yet. My name is Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, which you should probably be watching on today since uh, today is Mailbag Friday, or listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there, celebrating his 45th birthday today. Can we call him the official rapper of uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football? Sure. Uh, we've had Bun B on the show, though. Bun B has been on the show. Yeah, you can't, so can't go can't. back on I'm Bun sorry. B. And this is a Texas what, show. One of the most admired rappers in the world. But I did live in Brooklyn, so. Happy 45th birthday to Nas. Yeah. I'm in, I'm, Nas I'm, is from Queens, I thought. Well, he is, but I'm a New Yorker. Oh, oh here know, we go. For five seconds, I'm a New <laughs> yeah, Yorker. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure Queens and Brooklyn are just looking at each other I'm, and like, wait. I'm their favorite son. Um, yeah. <laughs> Today, yes, Nas, a rapper that I think, as I get older, I appreciate more. Oh yeah, like he was he was he, he was grown have, man rap at eighteen. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have he doesn't have the most uh, like he doesn't have those catchy hooks. Sure, because he doesn't need them. Right, because he's so much he's so much better than everybody yep. else. And sitting to my right, the Mister Plinkett to my scientist man. Our West African prince, Sishmael <laughs> Johnson. This that's, is a refer- be con- that's a reference for like five This is going to continue right to just be a Red Letter Media podcast. Uh, today is Friday, September 14th, 2018. 69 days until Thanksgiving. Episode 621. 621. Nice. Sandy Alomar's nice. OPS. In his, that's Sandy Alomar Sr. In his Lester's Texas Rangers career from 1978 to ni- 1977 to 1978, the final games of his career. Also, and I had to mention this too, it's also the OPS of Billy Ripken. Uh, 153 games. Uh, in two strike shortened seasons, ninety three and ninety four, and then uh, in nineteen ninety seven, he came back for a full season. Billy Ripken, famous for a baseball for, card. for maybe the ba- best baseball card of all time. Yep. Google Billy Ripken baseball card if you don't know. Uh, not on your work computer. <laughs> on today's show, guys, we're going to announce the Mister Texas Football Player of the Week. We're going to announce the Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week, and then it's Mailback Friday. We're going to be answering your questions on Facebook. Ask your questions down below in the comments. We will answer them in about 10 minutes. So ask your questions about high school football, college football, recruiting, lifestyle, travel, anything you want to know. Uh, if you want another podcast recommendation because you're done with this one, we can give you one. So let us know. Um, we don't like to bum out the show, especially off the top. But we would be remiss if we did not mention that uh, Texas football today lost a friend uh, the other day. Um, Deshae King uh, is a, was a longtime viewer of this show, uh, a longtime commenter on this show, uh, somebody that we got to know. Uh, one, of the, one of the great things about this dumb internet show... <laughs> is you people in the comments. Is, we love is, you. It is so strangely powerful... And the relationships that we build uh, really do mean a lot to us. They really do. And um, Deshae King, we found out, um, uh, passed away on Tuesday. Um, From what I understand, I don't have a ton of details, and they're not really important. 
but uh, from what I understand, it was it was relatively unexpected. Um, she is the uh, the mother of Cuero, tight end and defensive end Trey Moore, and um, it is a um, a loss very selfishly for us, and also obviously uh, for um, Trey Moore's family, and um, and you know. Uh, for the Cuero family too, from what we understand, that this is something that's hit the uh, the Gobbler family really hard. Um, she was uh, you it, commenters probably remember her uh, as the Cuero mom. Yeah, she by was, far. She was yeah. always hopping in the comments, wanting to know about her Gobblers, but she was always so so polite about it and always very um, passionate. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got that message yesterday, um, it really did hurt my heart. Um, so we are obviously thinking um, about um, her family and the whole Cuero family down there as well. For sure. Um, uh, and, and Max, you uh, you ran into her at 7 on 7. Yeah, seven, 7 on 7. 7 on 7 is amazing for a lot of reasons. It's a good chance to meet a lot of people who, who watch this show. But um, the funniest part about it was I saw her coming, and I knew exactly <laughs> who she was, even though I'd never seen her in my life. Big green tee, you know, she just had the, I think uh, Russell, her husband, was there with the, the, the Quero shirt. I knew right away she was coming for me. <laughs> she'd, become, she'd become our friend in the comments, and uh, it was time to make that uh, relationship official in person. And um, it's tough because uh, one of the best parts of this, this show is the relationship we've developed with a lot of people in our comments. Um, guys like Corey Hogue, Tony Blaylock, people who have become a big part of this show, a uh, big part of what we do. And... Uh, the community here with with Texas football is, is really special, and it's one of the best parts of this job. Um, so it's it's super sad, super tough, um, and I I mean I've I've seen the comments and tributes to her. Her energy was undeniable, um, and I think uh, you know we'll, we'll definitely be thinking about the Quero family and Trey, especially and Russell. I know they're going through a lot, but um, I think just thank you, you know, to her and her family for being a part of this because we feel the loss this far away. And I think that says a lot about her energy and her commitment and, and her love for, for Quero and her kid. So yeah, it's, I don't know what else we can say other than this is awful. And uh, if we ever lost any of the rest of you in these comments, we'd be saying the same thing because uh, you guys are awesome. And it, it is, it's, it's, it's a really tough thing. And, and, and uh, <laughs> like I had to, like I was bummed out last night. Like I was, I was, I was kind of down in the dumps last night about it. And, uh, like, my wife noticed it, and she said, what's wrong? And then, like, I kind of said it out loud. Yeah. And when you do it, it sounds crazy. Yeah. But but it really – there really is a kind of community in, in Texas high school football and a community, you know, to a lesser extent in this show. Um, but it's a loss that we feel, and it's a loss that we're, we're going to feel for a while. Yeah. And so um, – uh, we're thinking about them and praying about them, praying for them down there in Cuero. Uh, um, we we will we will miss Deshae King. She is somebody who um, made our lives better, and I think she made a lot of people's lives better. And I think that that is the uh, the only tribute that we can all aspire to uh, whenever our time comes. So. And and in tribute to her, the rest of the way, we're going to be excited about Friday night. Yes, and we're going to get fired up. And we're going to answer a lot of she... questions, and we'll have fun because that's what she would want to do. The, if you if you are in the comments right now and you want to pay tribute to the shaking, use all caps. Do it, do it in the way that she would do it, <laughs> yeah. which is to ask us a bunch of questions about your favorite team. So uh, we will we will certainly miss her, and she would be very mad at us if we were down in the dump. So we're not going yeah. to do it, but 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 we will we will certainly miss her, and we will be thinking about her family for a long long time. So. 
Uh, we are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, along with Wells Fargo, and in conjunction with the Academy Sports and Outdoor Texas Bowl, annually recognizes the most outstanding high school football player in the state of Texas. Each week, fans are given a chance to vote for the Player of the Week on TexasFootball.com. At the end of this high school football season, 10 finalists are named. Uh, fans can then cast their votes as to who should be the Mr. Te- named Mr. Texas Football. We had 10 fantastic candidates again, uh, again this week, but there can only be one. The Week 2 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week is... I already put his name up. <laughs> Ashton Streetick from Needville. Needville uh, running back Ashton uh, Streetick, who uh, all he did was uh, run for how many yards was it? Eight million. Eight million it yards. It was about eight million yards. I got to pull up his. I, I, I'm a bad host right now. Uh, he ran for. Uh, 318 yards and six touchdowns. Just six. Uh, Needville running back Ashton Streetick, your Week 2 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. Congratulations to all the nominees. Katie running back DeAndre Glass. Hutto quarterback Chase Griffin. Uh, Midland League uh, wide receiver Luke Fuanji. Uh, Newton athlete Tamazia Brown. Uh, Hereford running back Seth Dixon. Odessa Premium wide receiver Justin Hammond. Houston St. Thomas quarterback Peyton Matacha. Um, Denton Ryan defensive back. Billy Bowman, and Cedar Park wide receiver Carson Neal. But a very special congratulations to the Week 2 Mr. Texas Football Player of the Week. Needville running back Ashton Streetick, very well deserved. Even uh, Also worth mentioning, he won by 209 votes. 209 votes! Seth Dixon of Hereford, that close. You Oof. don't, you don't think every Oof. vote matters? Man. Derry Max and Dave Campbell's Texas Football are proud to team up this year to honor excellence in coaching and the hard work that assistant coaches put in on behalf of their teams. Each week, the Texas football staff will nominate four deserving assistant coaches across the state and let fans decide the winner via Twitter poll. We had four fantastic nominees once again, but the week two, built by nature, assistant coach of the week is... Already, he's already Dang chosen. it, Max <laughs> Corpus Christi Moody defensive uh, coordinator Richard Diaz. In a defensive slugfest, Diaz's Diaz's Trojan defense proved to be the dominant dominant force, stifling Edinburgh Economy Days for a 7-0 victory. Congratulations to all the nominees. Hebron offensive coordinator Tyler Sukup, Copper's Cove defensive coordinator Cody McCauley, and Needville offensive coordinator Marcus Mikulek. But a very special congratulations to the Week 2 Built by Nature Assistant Coach of the Week, Corpus Christi Moody defensive coordinator Richard Diaz. Again, very, very well deserved. Thank you all for voting. Uh, we had uh, more than 1,100 votes on Twitter, Decent. which is pretty, pretty crazy. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com. Slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com. Slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. There's a lot of stuff that you get for being an insider. I'm not going to go through it. You guys know it. 1995 yeah. for an entire year. Two magazines, years worth of exclusive online content. TextFootball.com. A lot of good stuff on TextFootball.com right now, by the way, both for insiders and for outsiders. Can we call non-subscribers outsiders? outsiders? <laughs> that'd be interesting. <laughs> I think that'd be good. Let's do that. Get out of here, outsider. Don't be an outsider. Be an Don't insider. Don't be an outsider. Uh, reminder, we've got live scores on the site t- tonight, TexasFootball.com. Uh, it, it, by the way, we are. I, I should mention this. If, if you're ser- searching through the site, 
you should become a member, even if you're not a subscriber. Become a member because you can customize your experience, get your favorite team, get their news first uh, at TexasFootball.com. You also get their scores first, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but um, we are there's still a new website. We're still working through some kinks, working through some bugs. So if you see something, flag me on it. Greg, if you see something, say something. Greg, Greg.Tepper at TexasFootball.com or tweet me at Tepper. Uh, we'll get it fixed. There are some bugs on the site that we're working out. It's not perfect, so we are trying to make it perfect. Uh, your help is much appreciated. So let us know uh, if you see a little bug on the site. Remember, if it's anything wrong, it's Greg's fault. If it's anything great, it's Max's idea. Yes, yeah. absolutely true. Sure. And Ishmael's hard work. Right. Yeah, there sure. you go. Yeah. So blame Why are Greg. bringing him in this? Yeah. Hey, whoa. Hey, hey, you calm yeah. down. <laughs> you calm down over there, blue shirt. You host. Blue shirt? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh. what is that even? Quiet, quiet, <laughs> quiet down over there. Pointy hair. Pointy hair? <laughs> I don't even make any sense. TV man. Yeah, TV dude. That's fair. Yeah. Tough but fair. All right, it's Mailback Friday. Let's get into the questions. Ask your questions down below. I wanted to start this on the right note for you. Yes. So Tony Blaylock jumped in here and... uh, I don't know. I don't love where this is going. Cypher ISD. Double homecoming this week. Lots and lots of mums. Should make Tepper happy. Okay. Let me. You're supposed to hit a reset button on the show every once in a while, (laughs) right? For for new listeners. Um, If you don't know, I think homecoming mums need to go away. Uh, I don't like them. I think that they are a waste of money, uh, and I think that they are uh, getting way too stupid. But here's another, another interesting point, okay, is that people come to, come to me and they say, all right, that, that's fine. You want to get rid of the homecoming moms? You're wrong, but whatever. Like, what are we going to do to celebrate homecoming? Sorry you hate fun, Tepper. Yeah, I'm sorry you hate fun, dummy. So uh, here is my – here's what I think is a very solid – compromise where everybody gets what they want and things can go the way that we need them to go okay here it is the average mum now probably costs about 150 bucks okay so let's say um man i just want this to be a bit this is already taking too long i know <laughs> hold on no i, I really want to lay this out because i've been thinking about this a lot because yeah. homecoming season why have you been thinking about this a lot because what you do right. is instead you go to your date and you ask them to homecoming. Yeah. And if and when they say yes, you say, all right, I'm going to donate $100 to the charity of your choice. And you're going to get a little pin with a ribbon that lists the charity on it. <laughs> Everybody wins. Everybody wins. I think that's the way we do. Can you do you hate it. charity, Max? Yeah. Oh, check out, check out Max snoring, <laughs> through, snoring <laughs> through charity. Oh, what? I what? like helping people in it's need. Greg still droning on. I like helping people in need. Anyway, Whatever. kill the mom. Hashtag kill the mom. What's next, Max? Eddie Jackson, who's become a uh, regular comment, says, What's up, Max? My leader? Number one. My leader. Oh, that's an interesting you, you need following. You set that bar a lot higher, mm. my man. <laughs> set that bar Ishmael a lot higher. Ishmael should be your leader on this show. But that's true. That's true. Uh, he just, you know, Ishmael doesn't declare all of life's intentions out front, but let me tell you, they're the best ones. <laughs> true. Uh, all right, let's see. Let's see if we actually have a question. Oh, that was uh, just... Oh, you just want to shout yourself out. Yeah, well, how many of those do I actually get? <laughs> you know? How many of those do I actually get? That's what final thoughts are for. Yeah. 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 We're not doing final thoughts. He's taking The mailbag is basically final thoughts for 35 minutes, if yeah. we're being honest. Fair. Um, Robert Wolf says he watched the North Shore uh, Westfield game last yeah. night, and North Shore is a monster. Okay, Ooh, so let's talk a little bit about Thursday night. Because uh, yeah, there were a couple it. games that were really impressive to me. First and foremost, Matt Stepp was down at Goliad for Goliad and George West, and he is he has come back singing, uh, spreading the good word of Goliad. <laughs> right. He's a big, Have big fan of what he today? saw from the Tigers last night. Uh, and I, how, how could you not be? 
There were two other games that caught my eye. One, I watched pretty much the first three quarters of North Shore and Westfield. And the reason I didn't watch the fourth quarter is that it, be- it, it, it became very clear that it was irrelevant. That it was not going to matter. Guys... North Shore looks the part. They got dudes. They got some cats. And this team is really dangerous. And I really do think a lot of it, look, obviously Zach Evans is great. And obviously that defense is fearsome. But I think the difference is the maturity we've seen from Demetrius Davis, their quarterback. Mm-hmm. He adds another element to that offense. And that makes them very, very dangerous. Uh, if, you not, if you did not see, they won, was it 35 nothing or 35-3 was the final? I believe thirty-five-three. Okay. Is, is um, yeah. So either way, it was it was a dominant effort, and they looked at thirty-five-three was the final. You're right. A- yeah. They looked every bit the part of. Look, I'm going to be honest. Who's like Travis have this week? Bowie. Yeah, they started the district schedule. Yeah. Yeah. If if they struggle with Bowie, I don't anticipate they will. But if for some reason they were to struggle with Bowie, I would not have a problem jumping North Shore to number two. I, I buy that. That's a hot start, baby. They looked really, really good. So there was that. The other one's Highland Park and Lone Star. Yeah. Uh, me, yesterday on the show, talking about, oh, man, two great quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Going to be a shootout. <laughs> 10-7 Highland Park. <laughs> Your final. That is, to me, I come away thinking the same thing about Lone Star. I think they're a top five team mm-hmm. in 5A Division One. Highland Park, this is a different Highland Park team. It's a different Highland Park team. But if this defense is going to start making these steps, they are every bit the part of a title, of, of a shortlist title contender that they were last year. Really impressed by, by the Highland Park defense. The offense will come along. The, I think that the, the, the offense is different. Because the offense is uh, a lot of Chandler Morris has got is the guy, but mm-hmm. I do think the surrounding cast is not as deep as it was last year, and so the offense is going to be different. But if that defense continues to make strides, I think that Highland Park looked really, really good last night. So um, that's my Thursday night thoughts. I'm cool with that. Hey Tepper, before we steer away from North Shore, do you want to do your impression of John K up twenty-one nothing at the half? Yeah. Uh, Poor, uh, it was it was on the I was streaming it with via our friends at Texan Live, and uh, they go to um, they're up tw- he's up twenty one nothing on a state ranked Westfield team, and they go to John K. and they was like, uh, Coach, uh, you took them, you, you got a lot of the momentum, scored the final fourteen points of the of, uh, you know in in the final six minutes, take a twenty one nothing lead, you guys are in command. Uh, how would you assess uh, your uh, your your first half? Oh, we're losing the field position battle. <laughs> we got to do better on that. Nobody. <laughs> John Kay has literally never seen a half of football that he likes from his from his team. He's just like, ah, oh, we're terrible. They could be up a hundredth and nothing on the New England Patriots, and he'd be like, he'd be like, yeah, but we missed one of the snaps. It wasn't perfect. <laughs> just love John Kay. Sorry, go on. Uh, my new best friend Eddie Jackson asks, "What's the San Angelo Central outlook without Maverick McIver?" That's yeah. tough call. It'd be a good one for yeah. our friend Shea Harris at yes. the Contra, so, Contra Valley Sports Network. So uh, there, at Contra Sports, uh, I, I have already forgotten uh, the new quarterback's name, uh, but he is uh, he is uh, he is out. Mc, um, the The new quarterback is and somewhere there's somebody's going to beat me to the comment. Um, the come on brown uh what's his first name oh my gosh malachi brown malachi brown is the new quarterback for um he's a sophomore and he's making his first start tonight um from what i understand this 
guy is it's not it's not like they're going from that to a person who's never seen football before. Right. Uh, he's gotten a little bit of run um, in in kind of garbage time at times. Um, there are folks around San Angelo who think that he's the future, but I also think that it's probably important to to, to realize first start. On the road at Cedar against, Park, uh, at Cedar Park, like a notoriously good defense, uh, I would not overreact to whatever. Uh, the only thing I'd overreact to on Monday is if Malachi Brown goes out there and hangs like sixty on right. Cedar Park. Right. If he looks really, really good, then suddenly. But I, I, I would, I would expect a few growing pains. He's going to have a test because I'm looking at their next four games They're at Cedar Park. They host Pebble Hills, mm-hmm. Weatherford, and then Euless Trinity. Yep. I mean, he's he's going to get tested right away. It's, it's so we're right. See it's what right San in Angelo the fire. Central is going to be. I don't think I. I do not buy that San Angelo Central is suddenly just going down the tubes sure. because Maverick McIver's out. Mm-hmm. But with a sophomore in Malachi Brown, you're going to need to be a little bit patient with yeah. him. I think it's going to take a little bit of time um, to for him to to get up to speed of being the, the starting quarterback out there. So that's my thoughts on on San Angelo Central. Tony Blaylock uh, says he'll be in Liberty tonight. Grass field after days of rain takes Ooh. him back to the 70s and 80s mud bowls when he played. Uh, yeah, one thing we don't really talk about, like, there are going to be a lot of wet fields, yeah. but we don't really have many mud bowls left. No, we don't. A lot of, a lot of turf. Yeah. Um, there's that one turf company whose name I forget that um, I should probably remember because I think they advertise with us. But the um, uh, the they there's a lot of turf out there. But yeah, there's a few. For example, I don't know how quickly or how how much rain, for example, Mason has had. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you are Mason, I know they play on grass at the Puncher Dome. Yeah. They would riot if they ever put in turf. <laughs> and part of the reason is that it does slow down other opposing offenses because right. Mason's used to it. So that's a perfect example going up against Sonora tonight. That if the field is wet, like advantage Mason. That mm-hmm. this is a team that that they're used to playing on the on the grass, and they're they're used to to kind of letting it rip out there, uh, regardless of what the the conditions are. Yeah. If you're a slot T team, you we would love tonight. Yes, tonight's yeah. a big <laughs> night for slot T teams in the Coastal Bend. Yeah, Tony agrees with you guys. Yeah. Jacob John says if the weather is good tonight, he's probably headed to Brennan J. Feels like a sneaky good Ooh. game. Brennan mm. looking to avoid zero and three. Jay looking to make noise in that Northside District. Plus he gets mm-hmm. to see Zeno. How good is Zeno? Anyone comparable? Any other sneaky good games piquing your interest this week? I, I think you're right. I think Brennan's Brennan's zero two, but I think they're better. That, that's that's a deceiving record. I think they're still a, a quality team, and they played a tough non district schedule. Jake, uh, Jacob Zeno is a name that our friends at Next Level Athlete had to turn me on to. Uh, that I had kind of I'd seen the numbers and they were fine, you know. Uh, but I think you know, I think because John I think because Jay wasn't this kind of uh, amazing team last year. It's kind of hard to get excited about him, but the recruitniks out there love this kid. They love what he brings to the table, and so for me, I think that he's. I think he's the real deal. I trust our recruiting guys. Um, and and you talk about a guy. I think he's a three year starter now, and a guy who has feel for the offense. Now these games really count. And if you're Brennan, this is a game you need. Yeah. And and uh, the computer projects it to be a one score game. I think it's probably a one-score game. Question is going to be how much can the J defense uh, stand up against Brennan? That's my big question there. So yeah. uh, excited to see what happens any, down there. Uh, any other games that uh, you think are off the radar? I know you and Tep or you and Step probably talked about this. But, yeah, uh, I don't we want did. You to give too much away. Um, make sure you listen to Tep and Step, but uh, just because you're here and just because I like <laughs> you. Um, other games that I think are under the radar. Really interested in Holiday and Winthorst tonight. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I'm really interested in Holiday and Winthorst. Um, Gunner and Whitesboro, um, 
Step thinks the Gunners on upset watch. And Boy, that seems. Well, I know. Scout Sanders has been great for Whitesboro. Yeah. Uh, so that's a game that, that certainly piques my interest. Um, I would keep an eye on. Ba, 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 ba. Well, for a second straight week, Liberty Hill's punching up a, punching yeah. up a weight class, yes, taking on Maynard. Um, they are. That's a solid. If they can pull off that win, I mean, Childress and Panhandle's a super underrated oh, game too. God, yeah, Childress, Ooh, that's a good one. Luke Latimer, baby, yeah. Childress and best Panhandle's player you're not talking fun. about. Tell um, you, Luke Latimer. That's remember the be name. Fun. Keep an eye on Ira Ann and Menard um, out there, kind of Permian Basin way. I, I'm, I'm interested. I think this could be a bounce back year for Ira Ann after a bit of a, a bit of a, a step back. Uh, finally, let me throw out one more. Um, hmm. I need to pick one more game, but I need to pick it carefully because I want to make sure I get this right. Because there's a lot take of as much time yeah, as I want, possible. And I want to vamp do as much as to entertain. I anyone. want to vamp as much. Oh, this was steps. I will reveal this on text on on text football today. This is a premium. Uh, you get uh in sneak step, peek. You get a sneak peek at what's in it. Uh, steps. Um, hipster game of the week. We pick one hipster game of the week. Steps is Malakoff and Mejia. Yeah, uh, Mejia's Mejia looks good. Mejia's man. been off to a hot, hot, yeah. hot start. Malakoff, they're playing their first, their really their second game of the of the year because last week it, it got canceled due to weather. Uh, we've got high expectations for Malakoff. This is a measuring stick game for Mejia. If they go out there and they look good against Malakoff, watch out for Frank Sandoval's Black Cats. I'm excited about that one. That's one under the radar. All okay, right. what's next? All right, uh, our man Hoagie. Out uh, in Wichita Falls says, does Daddy Tep realize how little sleep he's going to get every night when Baby Tep arrives? Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I've talked about this. I was talking with um, a buddy of mine who's got a kid coming in January, and all you hear is, oh, you're never going to sleep. It's got to be terrible. You're not going to get any sleep. I don't get a ton of sleep now. Now, I think it's different because it's like you get more like an hour and a half of sleep, and then you're up, and then an hour and a half of sleep, and you're up, or something mm-hmm. like that. Um so it's different. You don't get into those REM cycles. But I also wonder if maybe uh, I'm immune to what babies bring. Oh, sure. You uh, might be the you, first man I think ever. I'm the first person, first person. who yeah. uh, babies can't touch me. Yeah, so, no, that makes sense. You, bring it on. <laughs> do your worst, progeny. You, you are a picture of perfect genetics. I, uh, listen, listen <laughs> if, as long as this kid comes out looking like my wife, we'll be okay. Yeah, that's probably true. We can all agree on that. Maybe get your height and down. And, yeah, yeah, as long as this kid <laughs> comes out looking like my wife and not like the mailman, yeah, that's, then we'll that's, be okay. There we go. Yeah. Jared Grimley says, not a question, but more of a statement. I think Mojo will give uh, Southlake a better game than most think. I, I see a 44-37 type game. Mojo will score, so if they can force a couple turnovers, this could come down to the wire. I do think Mojo will score. I think that's right. And, by the way, I want to share this little note. This is a, a little note from... Oh, uh, uh, Tepper Tidbits. This is a little Tepper Tidbit, but I have to give credit to, believe it or not, Aaron Hartigan. No! I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Why? Um, this is the... This is just the tenth time in this decade that um, Carroll has faced a team with five or more titles. Interesting. They are six and three in those meetings. Mm-hmm. So, if you like trend lines, okay. The trend is that Carroll does well when they face other big time pedigree teams. All right. So there's a little note. That's fun. Bob McSpadden, our man. Tejas Bob. Yeah, te- Texas Bob says uh, I'll be marching with the Odessa High Bronco Band tonight oh. at Ratliff Stadium. Third annual band alumni week. Oh, nice. so so that's just a note for you people in the stands. If you hear someone sound a little flat, like <laughs> really off key, <laughs> a little off key, that's Bob. That's Bob. Find him afterwards. Yeah. Hey man. Yeah. Just one time. By the way, that's a big game. Odessa and Lubbock Coronado. That's a good game. Uh, Coronado coming off of kind of a stunning loss last week in double overtime to Estacado. No, Cooper. Uh, and Odessa's off to a hot start. Interesting that one. Yeah, uh, Lee Flood, I guess is that. I have no idea. That's 
I'm probably butchering that, but sorry about it. To Mark Way Foster for funky president. I'm with that. Can we just make that like the phrase we always say? Funk, sure. Our funky, <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing but respect for my funky president. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing but respect for my funky president, yeah. Demarco Foster. Yeah, I, I love that. I think that might be a thing. He's we he's great. To, Who they got gonna, this week? I'm gonna put a banner up behind you, Demarco Foster for our funky president. Um, oh, they've got they've got Sweetwater. Who's no? They played no, last, last night. night. They won. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they did. They blasted yeah. them. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, one thing I'm noticing with uh, Foster, he's not. I mean, he's not, I don't think he's playing most of the games because he's not. He hasn't put up the numbers, and they're still looking just, really. Awesome. I think that's just what he does in one half, and it's over. I, yeah. think, I think that's it. I think, and I think, and I think they're baby. kind of saving him a little bit. For, Surgical. They don't want to. They don't want to. No, you're run him into well, the they, ground. Well, and they think. I, th- I wonder if. Um, I wonder if you if you pumped uh, uh, Coach uh, Danny Young's full of truth serum and you asked him like. Last year, if you could do something differently, he's like probably take some. He'd mileage probably off. say we take a little bit of mileage off because yeah. I mean, this guy, how many carries did he have last week or uh, last year? It doesn't say, but he ran for thirty-seven, thirty-two seventy, which means yeah. that he had a fair number of carries. Um, this guy, and according to this, he's only had about forty-two so far. The, okay, the three games. So that is that is managing workload. Right, that is managing a workload. Um, and I wonder, he's especially. Hungry. Going into district once once they get into district play, I bet they'll they'll take the take the governor off a little bit. But right. for now, I wonder if they're managing his work. Yeah, he hasn't hit two hundred yet. Nothing but respect for my funky president. Yeah, right. Saving those bullets for a deep playoff yes. run. Which look, granted, his averages are awesome: eight point right. five for carries, yeah. six point three, eleven point seven last night against Sweetwater. <laughs> so yeah, he's pretty good. Sweetwater, 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 good. Sweetwater's super duper duper young too. Yeah, but I think we all agree that you know I think we see the long term strategy here mm-hmm. for Hershey, and it's we're going to try and make another deep run, and we feel like they can if they get the right draw. So. Yep. Um, Jeremy Meredith asks, "Will John Tyler mm. be a contender in five eighty one if they beat Longview tonight in Longview?" Also, John Tyler has won three straight in Longview. Yeah, so this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> I already, I already think they're a contender. Like, whatever, unless they go. Honestly, unless they go and they get their doors blown off, which I think is a fair possibility because Longview's yeah. really good, um, unless they go and they, they get their doors blown off, I don't think my opinion's going to change because yeah. I think Longview's the best team in East Texas. Sure. And going on the road to John Ty- or to Longview, to Lobo Stadium, against a, a 6A team that is looking very good, I don't know. Like to me, my my bar for John Tyler is keep it close. If they keep it close, right. I'm going to come out of. They don't need to win. I don't yeah. think they need to win. Now, don't let Rickland Holmes hear me say that. But I don't think they need to win. I I I, I believe in them uh, regardless. By the way, next week I think they get Trinity. Is that right? Who's John Tyler? John Tyler. I was uh, for some reason I was looking through um um uh, schedules uh, for week four last week because. Uh, high school school board live needed some for for next week, and they've got some crazy game next week too. That's like they beat Tyler Lee. Come on, come on. Uh, yeah, they get Trinity next week. They get mm-hmm. Trinity, and then they're at Texas High for to open to open district. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I don't think they need to win. I think they just need to, they need to look okay. Um, and if they if they hold their own against them, then, the then I'll be I'll be a believer. Nice. Uh, we're getting a lot more Hershey questions, and I feel like we should address them since it's cool to have this many Wichita Falls people in the house today. What's up, Wichita uh, Falls? Brian Trill asks in Daiquiri, in, capital of Texas, in four A Hershey. <laughs> you did make that up. Uh, Hershey's now two and one with the only loss to six A Friendship. His question, and I feel like this is why we need to answer it: Are they still the favorite 
in the class. They've never been the favorite no. in the class. Yeah. They've never been the favorite. They're a very good football team who we think could end up in the title game, but they are not the favorites. They've got they've got some tough hills to climb over, and I think uh, we start with Argyle and La Vega, who Ish saw last week, and Ish, I'm, I'm sure you will attest they were very good. Oh, yeah, they both lived up to the bill. Yeah. yeah, so look, I like Hershey a lot, um, but like right now, for example, in the computer rankings, we don't have them in the top ten. Um, now, if you want to ask me a different question and you want to say, are they the favorite to come out of Region 1? I can buy that. Yeah. I can buy that. I mean, yeah. at that point, you're talking about um, Herf- yeah. Herford, Springtown's looked good. Uh, Andrews has uh, – Andrews is kind of Andrews at this point. Um, you know, I'm interested – Decatur's a weird team because they lost their quarterback right before the season. If you want to say Hershey's a favorite to come out of Region 1 and 4A Division 1, I'd hear it. And, hey, that's Final Four. That's final yeah, four, yeah, and then all, four. and then like because region get... region three is going to kill each other. Yeah. Region three is Argyle, Stephenville, La Vega, Kennedale, Melissa, Salina, and only you're only going to face one of those guys. Yeah. yeah, and then you're in the title game. So you're forty. So are they are? I think they're the favorite in region one. They will be underdogs pretty much whoever they face in a semifinal, and then you're in a title game. And but it's a one-off, so you got yeah, right. right exactly. You're, I mean, you are at that point um, 96 minutes away from a title. Right. So I don't really. I, I I would say that they are. They're probably the team that I'm most comfortable putting into a semifinal. Mm-hmm. That's probably as far as I'd go. That's yeah. fair. Maybe. Yeah, maybe Liberty Hill, but I don't know. I mean, saying as far as you, I mean, like you said, that's a, that's Final Four. That's like, Final so, Four. So the fact that they're on the short list of contenders, there, yeah, that's I don't think that, that's that's yeah. a hot take. Sure. Yeah, but uh, good to establish a baseline for people who don't yes. watch this show normally. Sure. Love Hershey Foster's the man. He is our funky president. I yeah. think we all agree that nothing but respect uh, for my funky president. But they got I. If you haven't watched the show before, you haven't read anything that I've written about four eighty one. That is my favorite division in all of texas high school football and it's because it's brutal yeah it's, it is it's a brutal bat- battle between a lot of teams with different styles a lot of there are blue chip players mm-hmm. but there are lots of small town atmospheres and that combines for what i think is the best class of football there is but it's tough Real and tough. that side of the bracket is the toughest side of the bracket yeah now the good news is like you said region one not as bad but that semifinal will be Argue, you will you will be playing. That is a state championship caliber yeah, game. You will be playing one of the two best teams in the state. Yeah. At that point yeah. in the semifinal, yeah. and so you better be that other team. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So. Um, Miz- oh man, I, man, a lot of tough names today. Mizzail. Everyone, change your name to I like know. Ishmael. I know. <laughs> Uh, says, how much soccer do y'all watch during football season? I know Max likes mm. Liverpool, and they have a great game versus Tottenham tomorrow. Yes, they do. I have a Liverpool problem, y'all. Uh, I don't miss a match. And if you catch me on the right day, I watch the U18s. So yeah, you, don't want to talk, <laughs> you don't want to talk to me about you how much preseason. I watch way too much. Ishmael's a pretty dedicated fan. Yep. Tepper watches mm. QPR on his computer he, yeah. via live stream because it's the only way to do it. Got Bolton tomorrow. So there's, I would say there's a fair amount of commitment. Yeah, there but is. I'm a crazy person. But we also so here in the, and at some point we will do a segment whenever Max comes up for air from doing a hundred thousand things on the website. <laughs> we will do a, a pre-recorded segment where we take you on a tour of the whole st- of the whole new offices, mm-hmm. and you can see the editorial bunker over there where we got three TVs, and um, one of them's always on. Soccer. Usually, <laughs> one's on soccer, yeah. like unless there's basically not a game going on. Right. Um, and with ESPN Plus now, there's all these obscure games. Like, what was the one we were what we were watching? Like. Uh, we were watching Pakistan and somebody Man, doing international was, break, and it was just on. Like it wasn't. Yeah. It was just like, oh look, this is on, and yeah. we just put it on. And so we put and it so on. That was it. Well, that's the thing. If there's not a football or a soccer game on, 
we're kind of lost. You know? <laughs> right. Sometimes we'll put on baseball. Uh, we play. We have a lot of replays. A lot of replays yeah. happen in this office. We've been watching a lot of high school. Yeah, football we're game replays on Texan um, Live. So. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but this is all to say, um, go yeah. you Super Hoops. Russell Wilburn says he'll be at uh, the best rivalry game tonight in the Houston area, West Columbia versus Sweeney. That will be a fun one. That was a fun one. They yeah. always, they always, that gets chippy. And the shots will be incredible because Russell is taking them. Uh, oh, the photos. Yes. Yes. Oh, I thought yes. this was turning into one of those. Uh, no. It is 1240. Yeah, a little <laughs> chippy. Uh, Joseph Fisher asks, and this is for you, Tepper, because you are the only six-man person in this room. Yeah! I- how do you think Oakwood versus Milford will turn out? I know Milford is good, but a lot of people are underestimating my Panthers. Uh, I agree. I think Oakwood's actually a team that um, if you want to if you want to be like the cool kid around the water cooler. First of all, if you're talking six man football, you're already the cool kid around the water cooler. I want to be clear about that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, we're, okay, okay, we're grading it on a curve. Will you be nice? While you look it up, uh, Lehman Saunders says uh, Knox City at Borden County. Yeah. BC is on upset watch. He's telling you now. So pay attention. Um, there are rumblings that Borden County's really banged up. Mm-hmm. And Knox City's a good team. Knox City's a real good team. So, yeah, keep an eye on that one. Milford and Oakwood's interesting to me. Um, Oakwood's had a really nice start to the year. They're, oh, they're, um, they're 2-0. and the, Our computer rankings have them in the top five. And they also, by the way, and this is an insane stat in six-man, they are through two games and have allowed zero points. Whew. That is uh, that is silly. Now they're going up against Tayron Smith this week against Milford, and they're going to be serious. So uh, Milford's your favorite, make no mistake, especially at home. But Oakwood is a team you need to know and a team to keep an eye on down the road. All right, twelve forty-two, lightning round time. Are yeah. you ready? Go, Franklin versus Mart tonight. Big early season game. Who wins and why? Mart oh. wins because. They have a little bit more speed. Mm. Franklin wants to slow this thing down, grind it down, um, and keep play keep away. But the Mart defense defensive speed gets them the ball, and then they hit a couple of big plays. Mart wins by six. Uh, more of a statement, but uh, I think you'll agree with it. Tony Blaylock said last night was a key game in 14-6A. Cy Ranch, edge leg, mm. Creek, 31-24. In a has, crazy game, too. Has to be the favorite to win 14-6A now, don't you agree? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, probably. I would say that they are – those were probably entering the, entering the season. They were probably the, the top two. So, yeah, I would say uh, yeah. Cy Ranch is the team to beat now. Uh, a lot of people jumping in on the uh, – and Tony Venegas, by the way, out at the Odessa American. Hey, Tony. Uh, say, letting us know Odessa could go uh, 3-0. and this week, which I that's Coach Servants' team's hot starts. That's I think one thing uh-huh. we can say so far. It's it yep. tough after that, though. Yep, it does. Tough district out there, the little Southwest Conference, only getting better too. Because if Midland Lee is better than we thought, then uh, then watch out. Yeah, Ennis versus Kaufman, the battle of the Lions. Yeah, you got uh, uh, so six A versus or no, that's right. Kaufman's a five A now. Yep. How did up. that? How did we let yeah. that happen? Yeah, this is five A five A. Yeah, this is five A versus five A. Big five A versus little five A. Yeah. Um. I like Ennis. I think they're I think they're better than they showed against Waxahachie. We're still learning a lot still, about both. Still figuring it out, but um, I'll take Ennis in a close one. Uh, John David Gilbert asks, when do you think 6A will break into two divisions? There is a poll out for coaches right now that they are thinking about it. They're thinking about it. Uh, so they, they want to they, – that, that's usually the first step the UIL takes is that they kind of – float this out to coaches and say what do you think and if it comes back that 90 percent of the coaches are against it then they just go nope never mind Mm. so i think it could come about as early as 2020 yeah but it a lot's going to depend on what these coaches think 
And um, I wonder if they're going to kick it down the road one more realignment just because they want to see a full two years of what it looks like in 5A. 5A right. Yeah. Because um, this is the first year for 5A. I think they will probably want to see a full home-and-home and, home and then ask a bunch of 5A cycle. coaches. Yeah. yeah, full cycle. So I would say my guess is we see it in 2022. Nice. My man says his name is Misael. Misael. I got it right Thank now. You. There we go. Uh, let's see here. If North Texas mm. were in the Big 12, which place could they compete for? Burt! No. Um, we, they're probably not better in Oklahoma. They're probably not better in TCU. They're probably not better in West Virginia. They're pro- Who's the fourth best team in the Big 12? Uh, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State? Sure. They're better than four teams in the Big 12 right now. Yeah, um, they're better than Kansas State. They're better than um, they're better than Kansas. They're better than Kansas State. Yeah, and they're better than Iowa State's only scored three points. Iowa so State. I'm sorry. I'm going to go ahead and say. I'm going to say. I'm going to say. I'm going to say if they if they expanded to 11 teams, they would finish this year sixth. I'd, I'd give the. I'd take the over. Maybe fifth. I'd take the over. I would love to see Texas versus North Texas. I think that'd be a great game this this year. I think it'd be a great game. Fair enough. Big offense against the defense. It's actually pretty good, I think. So right. anyway, um, uh, for what it's worth, uh, Lehman, our uh, six-man expert, says he's got Milford big in that one. Um, I got Milford comfortable, not big. Well, you, one man's big is another man's comfortable. <laughs> are we not doing phrasing anymore? Is that just not what we're doing? I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, and uh, small college insider Corey Hogue says. Uh, Commerce is recruiting at Cisco College this morning. If you wanted the most inside of inside scoops, yeah. So you got that going Them for diamonds you. Diamonds in the rough, dog, which is nice. And, this and is, as this usual, is the we show. find a great way to end the show. We got an ender. Yeah, I think that's it. Is that an ender? Yeah. All right. That's pretty. It's pretty fitting. Please watch Fox Sports Southwest tonight on uh, your your television or on your on Fox Sports Go. My uh, my bosses want me to say that. So. Um, Thank you to Ish. Thank you to Max. And thank you. Do they want you to call it the Haka, too? Follow us on Twitter. DCTF. <laughs> like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. For Max Thompson, who's out here setting fires. And for Ishmael Johnson, who's not stopping him. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of your trophy. We'll see you Monday. Texas football today. Mm-hmm.